Hello, hello, hello. This is Goddess of Divine Love. I'm back to you guys today bringing my co-host, Vanessa Burgess, on the line to do her interview with a known author. Vanessa, thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you, Wanda, for having me. And I'm pleased to be a part of Muzan Wellness Marketing Awareness Podcast here today. Thank you. So who do you have on today to interview? Today we have Frederick Lee Tomes. Am I saying that correctly? Frederick? Oh, Frederick Lee Tumor. T-O-O-M-E-R, the last name. Tumor. Okay, welcome to the podcast. It is my pleasure to interview you today. And with that being said, Tawanda, is there anything else you want to say before we go into the interview? No, you have the floor. Okay, Lee, again, it's my pleasure having you on the podcast today, and I will start with asking you to give your listening audience a brief synopsis about yourself. Okay, thank you. Well, first, I want to add, I really appreciate your ladies for having me on. You're welcome. Yes, my, my whole life, it started out in New York City. I was born in a very small family. I had well, not small, but I had two sisters, one brother. Father worked. My mother was a homemaker. Went to school there. Went to school there. Everything in New York City. Okay. And so you, um, you, your book, again, is called, if you could please give me an introduction to your book. The name of the book is called Gambling, Prostitution, and Drugs. That's a very interesting title. Yes, because all these factors affected my life in all types of ways. Okay. Okay. My mother, excuse me? Go ahead. My mother and father introduced us to gambling as kids when we were very young, where we started going to Atlantic City and watching them lose all, our, all of their money and destroyed our family. Wow. Atlantic City will do that. I have been there quite a few times. In my youth, I used to go over to Atlantic City when I lived in Philadelphia, so I know what that life is about. Well, you know, this was back in the early 80s. I would say the golden years of Atlantic City when the Playboy casino was out there and the Golden Nugget. Right, I remember. Yes, we brought there as kids, and a lot of people that attended Atlantic City and went back when they just got swept away by the ambiance of the town. You know, it was new to the East Coast, and it just swept. I mean, you got a casino in a backyard, a backyard everywhere now, but it was much different back then. The young had a long city in Las Vegas, but it really swept my family away as kids. You see that? I can, I can see that happening. I, I actually had an aunt that. Um, she would move from Philadelphia to Atlantic City almost every every few days, and she would take the bus. And while we were in our 20s, and she was in her 40s, approaching 50s, we were in the house, and she was out hanging out at Atlantic City. So I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. It can it can be consuming, and it can draw somebody in without even ever realizing that it's happening until it's too late. Yes, and my parents, they were young. They're a young couple, and I don't think they really knew the power behind what they were showing us as kids, what, what, what affected us. I don't think they really knew. Right. 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 So let me ask what really inspired you to become a published author. 
point in my life. And I felt like these, this was one of the ways I could cleanse my soul and deal with all the harsh realities that I went through. Okay. So I, it, it motivated me to let me, let me put everything on paper and just let me just clear out everything right. into my soul. And right. it helped, you know, it, it, it was very good therapy. Oh, I can imagine some. How long did it take for you to write your books? I'll be honest with you, it took me about two years, but when I got really serious about it, it took me about a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know as a writer that we start, we can start out with a great ideal and we have the storyline within us, but it, sometimes it takes a bit of time to get it out because uh, for me, it's about um, opening up. And as, as I, if I did a book about myself, it would be about, okay, how much am I going to share about myself? So was that hard for you to do when you wrote your book? Was it hard for you to put the hardcore things in that book? Oh boy, wow, you know, what a question. I, I, I'll tell you this. Um, when you decide to go on this kind of journey and write a book, you got to really tell yourself that you're going to dig deep and be honest, or it doesn't really even make sense to do it. You know, especially when you're writing about your life or somebody's revealing that, you got to really want to reveal that stuff. Dig deep. And mm-hmm. at first, it was because I had to go back to when I was a kid and I had to tell those things when I was that happened to me when I was when I was a kid and I really didn't want to do that. But I you know, but I it, but I was able to do it. I was able to get past it. So yes, at some points it was. Okay, because as me for me as a ghostwriter, sometimes I get the opportunity to write a family member stories. And for me, if I know the story and if the person is not telling enough of the story or the true stuff about the story, it's not therapy for the person who's reading it to me. So for me, I would say the main goal is to help the person who's reading the book. Um, it's a, it's like a testimony and it's therapy for yourself and others. So it's very important to me to put that, the stuff that yes. each yes, very, very agreeable. Yes. So, um, what was the hardest part in your life that was disclosed in the book and why was it hard for you to disclose it? Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Um, I would have to say when I was when I finally admitted in the book that I was I became homeless. Okay. It was, it was very hard for me to disclose that because it was the lowest point in my life. Okay. So that low that low point made me realize that I have to make some changes. Was that from the gambling, or how did that happen? Well, that was after it wasn't actually from the gambling. That was after it was actually after um, me and my wife. She she we were both in um, prostitution, and after we had split. I went to Atlantic City to try to start over. Things didn't work out, and I hit I hit rock bottom. Okay, mm-hmm. how did you get into the life of prostitution? I met a female when I was nineteen years old. She was about ten years older than me, mm-hmm. and 
her brother was involved in, where she would take girls down to the Queens Bridge in New York City. And she was very, very intrigued with that lifestyle. Mm. And at that time, at that point in my life, I was young. You know, I just started working. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess you could say I was intrigued with her. So whatever she was intrigued with, mm -hmm. it was led me into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how long did you stay in, in that lifestyle? We were in that life for about 12 years. Where we started out on the track where we would take girls and we would put them on the strip streets all over New York City until we actually started our own escort service. Mm. So, you, so you actually was more like a a, a John. Not a John, but a what the call a pimp? <laughs> well, I mean, yes, if you want to say that, yes. <laughs> okay, so you, did, you weren't actually a prostitute, but you were a pimp. Right. Okay, okay. That's interesting. So, tell me about that. Well, what would you like to know? No, um, how how does that work? Um, how did I guess from 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 my perspective, how how did you end up? Uh, you just said the the older lady brought you in, so she brought you in as a pimp per se. No, no, we were both actually when we met, we met as a regular couple. You know, a friend a friend of mine that I worked with, he. He said, I want to introduce you to this woman. And I said, well, who is she? And he bragged about how, you know, how beautiful she was and uh -huh. this and that. I said, okay. <laughs> so I was telling him that. And at first, we hit it off really good. And at the time in my life, with what I had went through with my family, it was in shambles. So we hit it off, we clicked, and one thing led to another we we started to get into that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so it was not immediate, it's just something that happened over time. Right. It wasn't it, no, it wasn't I met her and did we meet no, we didn't we didn't turn out together like that. We turned out over a length of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So when did you decide to make the life changes to change your life? What motivated you to come out of that lifestyle? Well, what happened to me was a friend of mine had got murdered. Oh. Sorry to hear that. That will definitely um, change your life. Happened, this happened back in uh, 2009. He, he got murdered, and um, I started to really look at my life. And I said to myself, do I really, really, really want to get gunned down in my own home mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at that point in my life, I said, I can really just walk away from this whole thing. You know, I'll walk, walk away from I made massive amounts of money, but in mm -hmm. that lifestyle, nothing is guaranteed to keep. Right. And I I decided to I decided to walk away and it was it was tough, but it was the only thing I could do. Right. Okay. So how did that change you? What what was the process to making the change and what happened after? Well, to be quite honest with you, I really didn't even really think I was changing until I went back to Atlantic City after that and I started playing poker. 
And once I started from poker, I got back into the gambling. As I see whether I was a kid with my parents, the gambling took over me. And then when I became homeless, that's when everything I hit me. That's when it hit you. That's when it hit me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what would you say is the biggest takeaway from your book? Well, anybody that can relate to my story or has been through something like that or know, or know somebody that has, anybody can change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's it's true. not easy all the time. However, if we're not willing to criticize our own self and look at our own dark side, we'll never be able to do it. Right. So anybody that reads it or anybody that has went through that, just know that there is courage. You know, there is courage. But there is a road that you might have to hit to see the raw reality of it. And it may not be funny. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, how, how many pages is your book? How... It's 168 pages. It's approximately about 40,000 words. Right. That's good. And it took you almost two years to write it? About two years. But when I got serious about it, it was about a year because I wrote this book while I was homeless. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm hmm. Anywhere I could write it, or any time I could write it, I just wrote, and it made everything easier. Okay. So what was the process of that? When you wrote the book, um, how did you get it published, and what happened from the results? When I I was writing the book, in the beginning, it wasn't about making money or doing anything. So I didn't really know nothing about the business of a book. All I know is I wanted to just write something and get it out there. Get your story off your chest, yeah. I knew nothing about how to publish. I knew knew nothing about anything. So as I was writing and as I got deeper into it and the book was coming to an end, I started watching all kind of YouTube videos on how to publish and what platforms is best to publish and I learned everything from the ground floor. Mm-hmm. YouTube University. <laughs> That's right. I mean, unbelievable. You could learn how to do anything on YouTube. That's so. true. Okay. And so you're now published with, I see, Amazon. And is there any other avenues? Well, Ready Publishing is the name of my, my publishing company. And... This book, Gambling, Prostitution, and Drugs, is a social release. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. And so, with that being said, how would you like for your audience to perceive your real-life story? Um, When they read about Lee Tumor, what do you want them to see about you? I just want... The readers to keep an open mind mm-hmm. about my life story. You know, you're always going to get judged in all matters. You know, it really doesn't matter. When you put your life work out there or you put a piece of work out there, you have to accept all type of criticism. But I just want the readers to really understand that 
after they read the book and then take a generalization of what I've been through and understand why that, how that could happen. Mm-hmm. And not to be, you know, too judgmental hard on me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no one wants to be judged, and everybody has a story, and nobody's perfect. We we all have to um, consider that when we read anybody's story, that nobody's perfect, everybody has a a background, everybody has a history. um, It's different in, in many areas, but at the same time, we do have things that we may not want to reveal to the world, but once we put it out there, it's not out there to be for people to judge us, but to understand who we are, where we came from, and where we at now, how we got here. That's right. So, um, and it may just touch somebody that wanted to, you know, get that information out there, but didn't think, you know, that they could do it. But by reading your story, it may just open up other people's eyes and be able to you know, be able to tell their story. Well, for one thing, this book, it goes over so many different elements of life, business, the streets, people to stay away from, women to avoid. You could get so much out of this book than just reading it as somebody's life story. Right. Yeah, Vanessa and I was looking at the book today, and it looks like a really interesting book. It truly does. Oh, it is. It, it really is. It, it will take you on an emotional roller coaster at, at some points in the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the name of the book again is Gambling, Prostitution, and Drugs Hustle of Paradise. Why Hustle is Paradise? The reason why I chose that because I was able to hustle in all those elements drugs, prostitution and gambling mm-hmm. so i basically had that experience with every with every day okay okay so so we talked about you being published we talked about um how you got to where you were at today it started as a child and um how does how did that affect when when you decided to go into this lifestyle? How did, how did that affect you and your family, um, siblings, your parents? Did did that affect your life at all with them? Your relationship? With my family, when I decided to, um, oh yes, it did to some degree. But at that point, my family and I we weren't as close as we were, and. The, the earlier years had destroyed us. Mm. So it was like I really didn't have a close-knit family like we had when we were younger. So it really, you know, if they had opinions and whatever they thought, it really didn't matter. I was going to do whatever I wanted to do. The most person I really hurt through all of that was my son. I lost him and all that. Because all my time running the streets and chasing right. money, I, I didn't get a chance to be a father. And I didn't get a chance to raise him. Right. And years later, he showed a great hand for me for that, you know. So if anybody that got affected and hurt, it was him. So now that your lifestyle has changed and reverted back to to a different lifestyle, I'll say, has that have you been able to mend that relationship with him? Oh 
relationships take time and in some ways yes and then in a lot of ways no i see well well i'm with the three of us on the line today i'm going to say let's touch and agree that that will change and that you can mend the relationship and you guys can have a successful relationship forthgoing yes yeah. Um, what about with your siblings? Where have you has that mended at all, or was that something that was destroyed prior to, and it hasn't changed much? You know, I, I you know what I had an older sister, well, not older sister, but she was always there for me. She was always there to get me out of jail, and, and we're close to this day. So, That's not fun. really with my siblings, no. Okay. Okay. All right, so let us know. I'm sorry to interject, but um, I don't want this to cut off on us. Um, Lee, go ahead and give us your last words of what you would like your audience to hear about you and let us know where they can find your book and please spell out your name so that that way they won't have a problem in finding you. We have about five more minutes before this has to stop. If you don't mind, go ahead and tell us that. Okay, no problem. It's from Lee Tuma. F-R-E-D-O-I-C-K-L-E-E-T-O-O-M-E-R. The book is on Amazon.com. You can also follow me on Facebook on my page, Gambling, Prostitution, and Drug. And I would just like the readers to know that after you read the book, you know, whatever you're going through in your life, I would just take a look at your life and then take a look at what you read and understand that everybody has a story and always tell all of the story if you're going to tell it. Okay. Very good. Now, let me ask a quick question. Where do you see the book going from here? Do you see it maybe um, going into a different type of um, entertainment, like, say, for instance, stage play, movie? Or how do you see it going? Or do you just see it being a book? Good question. Uh, oh, beautiful question. I'm glad you asked that. You know, being that I'm an extremist type of person that I am, right now I'm working on the audio book. We're trying to release that by January 25th. Nice. Um, I am talking to some screenwriters, and not only that, we are definitely looking at a movie later down the line. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Very good. Well, I would like to say it's been a pleasure speaking to you, Lee. I look forward to reading your book because I have not yet, but I will take the time to do so. I think it's intriguing and it's captured my interest, and I'm sure it has captured the interest of many of your listening audience today. Mm -hmm. Well, I just want to thank you, ladies, for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. You're quite welcome. You're very welcome. And we're looking forward to seeing more from you. Definitely, definitely. If I have any uh, new work or releases coming out, I would love to come back on. Almost definitely. Okay, audience, thank you for taking the time to listen to Frederick Lee Toomer's 
We look forward to reading his book, Gambling, Prostitution, and Drugs, Hustler's Paradise. And we're also looking for the audio version coming out by the end of this month. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too.